You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. You're not good. I'm a knocker. Knock you up. Twice. Mm. I was there. All right, shall we go for this? Yeah. <laughs> Are we going for this? <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were sinking it. No, I think I did. Okay. Oh, no. Did uh, I not? No. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Pretty sure I sunk it. You did not sunk it. I think I sunk it. It wasn't sunk. I think it was in sync. The second I saw it was in all right, how are you? I haven't seen you all day. I know, it's been a long day. Oh, has it? Don't <laughs> even Baby. go there. Oh my God. Okay, now I know. <laughs> now I've got my 11-year annoying. Perfect. I was thinking, hmm, scratcher, scratcher, head scratcher, everything's good, everything's good. <gasps> Here it is. Okay, this all should right. be really funny, actually. Is it? Yeah, no, sure. tell me your I love you and you're annoying first. Um, mine, I have two. <laughs> <laughs> wow, tough week. <laughs> My first one is, and this should come no surprise to you. Uh, yesterday we were at our lovely friend's house who um, I really enjoy. But before we went, we made a decision that we needed to leave at 6 p.m. because we had to podcast. Uh, we had um, to get the kids to bed. And I kind of just really wanted to hang out with you. Like we had plans to like chill out and be together. And so I said, babe, can you please make a solid effort today to like round up the troops at 6 p.m.? Because I always feel like when we're out, I'm the one who is like cracking the whip. And I feel uncomfortable sometimes when I'm the only one of the partnership being like, we have to go, we have to go. Because it does. I don't want to make it seem like I don't want to be there. You know what I mean? Because I truly like them. Um, but yesterday we left at 8 p.m., which was two hours after I wanted to leave. And the downfall of this snowballed everything because the we it's 45 minutes to I get home. I thought we were in mountain time. It's 45 minutes to get home. And so now the kids are asleep in the car. Well, one of them, we have to transfer them. And then I had to put Riley to bed. And I told you that this is not good news because it is now after nine o'clock. If I lay down in this dark room, it's, it's game over for me. And it was game over. And then I woke up 
at 10 to 11 in the evening. Yeah, that's how it works. You didn't wake me up. And I was pissed because I... I told you we had all of these things that we needed to do. To be honest, like, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be podcasting right now. <laughs> like, full transparency. I wanted to podcast yesterday because we had, like, a fun day. And, like, it, it was like, that was our jam. And now we have to podcast. And you're miserable. Well, no. There's other, there are other reasons why I'm annoyed. But anyway, my whole thing is, is, like, you've fallen asleep multiple times with the kids. And I will come get you. And you literally were like, oh, sorry, the door was closed. And you were sleeping, so I just let you be. And that was annoying for me because I feel like... Then I went back to bed. Like, I'm not going to stay up. It's 11 o'clock now. We can't do all of the things at 11 p.m. So that was really frustrating for me. Um, so let me, like let me get our, this straight. You're upset at me because you fell asleep. You're an adult. Oh, my God. Are you serious And you right fell now? asleep. Because you... Ryan. No, 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 no. Hold no, on. I just want to make sure that I got this. You fell asleep... And I, your loving partner, let you continue to sleep because you were tired. No, Ryan, because we both made a commitment to do something that evening. Well, you and failed you are, on your commitment. You, you fell no, asleep. No, I didn't. You didn't. We didn't leave when I wanted to leave. So it was already a failed evening. But it I was started trying, off on the wrong foot because Listen, of me. really, yep. the, the only response to this is like, I, I fucked up because I'm pissed off that we didn't get to do <laughs> what we needed to do. And I wanted, I, I wanted to hang out and you didn't wake me up. Quite so you, you can't, you can't tell me that it's, oh, it's your job to wake you No, I wake you up. I would say 90% of the time when you go and fall asleep with the children, I always wake you up. And you didn't do that for me. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was mad. And then it just kind of snowballed into today. And I was really frustrated with you, but you had golf with my dad all day today. And I was like, I'm not going to ruin that for him. But I was very disappointed that we didn't get to hang out yesterday. Like, that was very frustrating for me. I was disappointed Then I knew I wasn't going to see you all day. And then I went over to the neighbor's house because I needed a break and the kids were driving me nuts. But you had a long day. I didn't have a long day. You, you, oh my God. But my day wasn't long. <laughs> oh my God. Had an easy day. I can't wait till you fucking play this back. What? My day was easy. No, you didn't. I said to you, well, this is why I can't <laughs> my pants. I'm like, hey, how was your day today? Uh, I haven't talked to you all day. Yeah, it was a long day. Yeah, <laughs> I meant for you. Like, I meant for you. Like, oh, you did <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. Well, I didn't feel like it was a long day for me. I thought it was I quite I fucking relaxed. hope not. Yeah. You were golfing all day. And then I left, took the kids. Oh. And you had this two and, so and a half long. hours. I love you and you're annoying. You had two and a half hours. This again, alone. There. Alone. Anyways, my I love you and you're annoying this week is, be brought, is brought to you by you. Mm. And here's what is annoying for me. And it's a tough annoying because I didn't have a problem pre this conversation. So it's not like... It's not like one plus one equals two in this situation. We are driving to said's friend's house that you're just described. We're en route and you're like kind of in a, kind of in a mood. And I'm like, what's your, what's your deal? You're like, you know, it's just like, we're driving over here. One of us has to drive. That person's going to be me because this is your friend. And when you guys get together, you have some drinks and you have a good time. And, you know, I just kind of feel like... Like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to have a good time. But it's like, I have to drive. And it kind of sucks because I can't have as much fun as you. Let me just bring you back to this last week and your level of fun. So on Sunday, you partied your absolute face off with Caitlin Bristow. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is true. Like you partied your face off. Yes. All Monday, you spent the entire day relaxing, chilling at a hotel, eating breakfast by yourself. You didn't have the kids, though. Hold on. I had to get them to, to and from their mm-hmm. location. Hey, listen. Hey, I'm not complaining. Be yes, clear. you are. Let's be clear. I'm <laughs> not complaining. complaining. I wasn't complaining. But this is what's funny about uh, it. Wednesday evening, you go out with your best friend for some drinks. An hour and a half. It doesn't matter how long you're yes, out it for. Yes, it does not matter. You went out with your friend. You had a good time. The time matters. Friday evening, you go out with your girlfriends and have a blast. Mm-hmm. Come in at 1230 at night, all shittered. I was actually not. Was Maybe fine. not. I didn't see you. I was sleeping. <laughs> I was fine. With the kids. <laughs> so to go Sunday, Wednesday, oh. Friday, fun, 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 Brittany. Listen. Then to say on a Saturday, <laughs> it just kind of sucks that... <laughs> You know, you're going to have a good time and no, I'm not. Right. You're completely like fucking up this context. It wasn't that I didn't want you to have fun. It's that I wanted to have fun with you. And it, there are now three people, three adults and all of the children. And it just sucks because I really like them, that couple. I obviously really like you. And it was just like a, uh, like we're by the pool. I know that I have to keep my shit together because I like, I don't get to have as much fun. And that, that, that just sucks. The difference is, it just sucks that the like, difference is, is that I was away. Like with these, like when, when you're talking about you me, left. no, I get it. But like, it's not like we're together. Do you know what I mean? Like there's just a huge difference between both of us being there. I get what you're saying. Like I, I had no like lack of fun. Absolutely. Right. I right. got, I had, I got to see my friends, but at the same time, you don't make plans <laughs> to see your friends as much as I do. Yeah. And I, again, I have no problem with the plans that you had. I had no pl- problem with anything. The problem that I had was this you're like, literally it all sucks. started because it sucks you, because you get to have fun today, more fun than I get to have. And I was like, not, eh, pardon that like no, me. That's not what I said. This is the only time I get to have fun. Cause I'm like by myself dad this whole week. No. You know, what was and, me? and at the end of it, I said, listen, you're right. I'm the car ride. I was like, I'm in a mood. You're right. Like I get it because I knew that we got to come back later that night and hang out together. You and I together, me and you. And then you fell asleep. And then we didn't leave till two fucking hours after I asked you. Two fucking hours. Two fucking hours. Two fucking hours. Let's talk about some fun stuff because this is, (sighs) this sucks. You're already in the mood. You don't want to podcast, but guess what, baby? (laughs) We are podcasting (laughs) and today's the day because it is what it is. I just want to be transparent. So let's talk about, let's talk about some fun stuff. Okay. Well, this might not be fun. So it might be fun. It was fun for me. I laughed. You were this not. This is embarrassing to me. My embarrassing stories. You got two. Oh, I'm going to tell you some embarrassing stories today okay. from you. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, uh, yes. The old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. 
Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, if you're on this podcast and you're listening to it, first of all, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> no, there's like thirty. There's like no, there is thirty-six now. The wives get the husbands. There's like thirty-six listen. now. Yeah. Anyways, gentlemen, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but golfing with your spouse who is not a golfer is a different experience mm-hmm. than golfing with your friends who are golfers. Right. I love golfing with. You, Brittany. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy golfing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, and to be very clear, I thoroughly enjoyed golfing with you and the Dykes okay. last week. Mm-hmm. It was fun. But when you don't know golf Hold on, etiquette, hold on, hold on. That's our friend's last name. Oh, yeah. The, the friend's last name are the <laughs> I Dykes. I just want to say. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know. I just came. <laughs> we just like, golf with the Dykes. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, could you imagine listening to this podcast and not knowing who the dykes are? Like, obviously, like, oh, like a bunch of people, yeah, like, <laughs> like most people. I just said it so nonchalantly. You went know, do- do- uh, golfing with those oh two dykes. My God. 
Oh my god. Yeah, that's what and I we're think. canceled. And we're okay. officially canceled. Sorry, Their last but... name is the Dykes, yes. to be very clear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just sitting there listening and be like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> and like it's just so casual. Yeah, yeah and you know what? It was a good time. Yeah. And like I guess we're glazing over that yeah. slur. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we were golfing. Great people. We were golfing with Jamie Jean Dyke. Yeah. And uh, I would, I just say, so Sean's a good golfer. Sean's a very good golfer. Mm-hmm. I, I can put together a good round every once in a while. I would almost consider myself to be a bipolar golfer. <laughs> in the fact that sometimes I'm all right, and other times I was like, "Have you ever played this game before?" <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was one of those days. It's golf etiquette. It's all it is. It comes down to golf etiquette. And my whole thing with you, and like you started getting a little in your head about it, whatever. But my whole thing with you is just like, just be ready to hit the ball. Mm. And I'm sitting here thinking, Brittany, what are you doing? You're up next. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for Jamie to hit the ball. You're still in the cart. Yeah. You don't have your ball in your hand. You don't have a tee. You don't have your club. Listen, I I'm was, waiting for Jamie to hit. I was so drunk. I was so drunk. And I was so fucking hot. Like, literally, I was in the cart because I was like, the amount of sweat that was running down my crevices was like sweat. embarrassing. Wait, until it was the sweat. It was that was later. Yeah, it was sweat. I was, was it? I was literally like just trying not to fall asleep because I was so drunky pants. But I do get what you're saying. Like if if we were golfing with like serious people and like. If it was you and I and there were other people, Ryan's not, Ryan's forgetting to say we were the last group out. So it wasn't like there was anybody behind us. But babe, if there were people behind us, I absolutely would have been more aware of that. So for those of you who are aware of golf etiquette and and golf, just know that the first hole took us 26 minutes to finish. (laughs) It's a par four. 26 minutes to finish it. It was a practice round. When we got through the ninth hole... The marshal came up to us and and kind of like insinuated that we were done playing. Right. He said, I I really? guess yeah, he said to me, I didn't know that. Uh, so I I guess you guys are gonna just finish after nine. Oh. I'm like, I guess we don't have a choice. Oh my god. We I were couldn't do so anymore. Far, so far behind mm-hmm. where we should have been playing. The pace of play was zero. Yeah, we we definitely bit off a little bit too much you than we can chew. You and Jamie. Oh my God. Okay, but like, no, no, hold, hold on a second. No, hold, we no, got this, this is this is my favorite part about this. <laughs> you hit this putt. <laughs> it's a it's a bad putt, but that's fine. It's it, neither here nor there. We all hit bad putts. Your putt, you're so you're on the right side of the green. You hit it to the left side of the green. Jamie's there. The two of you are just chatting away. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Brittany, for Christ's sake, would you just walk over to your, keep talking, right? just walk over to your ball so that when it's your turn to putt again, which is now, because oh. you're still the furthest, <laughs> can you please putt this the other way? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to Jamie. I'm like, talk and walk, talk yeah. and walk, also, talk like, and walk. These are things that we're learning. I don't play enough golf to know these things. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with it. So when Jamie, or so when Sean and I yeah. were like, I think Sean and I did a really good job considering... You know, golf is something that we really enjoy doing. Yeah. Sean and I did a really good job of not caring. Mm-hmm. But every time we were trying to correct something for you, and I don't, I, I don't I mean correct like, your swing. I, I don't say I'm, teach. Yeah, we were trying to, yeah. we were trying to educate you yeah. on, you know, when we're not here and you're golfing, these are the things that you have to be aware of. You and Jamie went into this shell thinking that we were this, these just 
mean golfers. Yeah, but that's oh like Oh my trying God, to... you and Sean just care so much about this. I'm like, we don't give two shits about this. You were trying to talk to... We gave to... up after the first hole 26 minutes later. You were trying to talk to two girls who could not be reasoned with in that in that state of mind. Like you're like trying to be all like serious and offer this like incredible advice, which would be appreciated had we had not been in the state that we were. But of course, when you're drinking, I, like we were both like, wow, like I feel kind of like they're really taking this serious. Like, did they think this was going to be like... Full they're, round. Picking up, they're picking up the grass and throwing it in the air to see how the wind is. Like, it was a lot. <laughs> Who are these chemists? So, we have to reverse that before we get into the, I guess we're already on the golf situation. So, we had to pee. And we had already This went- is my favorite. This is my favorite <laughs> golf. This is my favorite golf. Actually, this might be my favorite Britney story of all time. Are you serious? It's not I, even that good. I've never, I have never in my life seeing you in a worse state <laughs> and been more proud of you at the same time. Like I was in terribly embarrassed. Were you really? But in the best way possible. Oh my God. So I, Jamie and I thought it would be a really good idea to buy matching dresses, golf dresses, but they are a one piece with like most dresses. Yeah, that's usually how a dress works. <laughs> sorry, but there are shorts underneath. I get this underneath. dress in three pieces. There are shorts underneath, sorry. So you can't just lift up the skirt to go pee. It's like a skirt. Yeah. So we went to the halfway house to pee, but after the halfway house, there is no bathrooms until you do, like, till you're back to the beginning again. And we didn't do any more holes after, I think we did 10, did we not? Nine holes. Nine. We, oh, we stopped at nine. I was close. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, I'm literally like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to play anymore if I don't pee. Like, oh, shucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna do it. Like, I know. And I know that, yeah. like, it wasn't a very bad thing that I wasn't gonna be able to play. But I was like, no, like, I, I really need to go pee. And if you know, I, I don't even, I think I could count on one hand how many times I've peed in public, like in a bush or whatever. I really don't do it. Like, I don't like doing it. There usually aren't a lot of scenarios where no, that but I feel is like available some, to But you. some girls could be like, oh, yeah, like I could piss anywhere. Like, oh. that's not me. Like, I just don't feel like I have the control. Yeah, clearly. So the fact that I was like, nah, I got to figure this out. So Jamie was like, oh, just go behind the bush. Like I already did. I'm like, well, how did you pee? Like, were you naked in the forest? Like, did you take your whole thing off? And she was like, no, I just like pulled the shorts to the side because they're stretchy. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Okay. Like I got this. So I went over and, um, I, I thought that maybe I thought it was going to be easier, but you have to remember that it was really it was wind driven. Yeah, it was a wind really driven. windy, windy day. And when I tell you, I pissed literally. Okay, I honestly thought it was like a little bit first. I was like, oh man, I think I got, I think, I think I got a little on my shorts. That was my fucking thirst. My first thought was, <laughs> ooh, I got a little pee on my shorts. Only to look down and have the entire skirt part of my skorts sopping yeah. wet. <laughs> and I and hold on, right? You don't even know this. I I had to. I didn't even go with the full pee. Yeah. I had to stop peeing. <laughs> I had so much more pee. Yeah. And I was like, "There's nowhere else for it to go." Like it was gonna, and so I was like, oh my God, I'm not fucking doing well. And thank God the skirt's over. And so I'm like, I think I peed all over myself. And and you were like, well, let me see. Let me see. I'm like, I think it's all. Yeah. And then I lifted my skirt up. No, you went, you lifted behind. And you were, I know. Your ass know, was wet. I know. And you were like, no, I'm sure it's, oh my God. Yeah. 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 
the amount of piss that and was then, on your and shorts. Then I thought I thought you were being like I thought you were being like cheeky about it. I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. So then I went up to Jamie and I was like, babe, I think I peed a little bit on my shorts. She was like, let me see. And I was like, Ryan's being a little dramatic, but here it is. And she was like, Jesus fucking Christ. There was more pee than shorts. Oh my god. How so embarrassing. Okay, so here's but it was windy <coughs> and it blew all over me. So I said to you earlier, because Jamie or uh, Sean and I both peed, and mm-hmm. I said, you know, when you're on a golf course, you can always tell the level of intoxication because you're always going to see men go to bushes and pee. That's just what we do. Um, because, you know, the way that the, the golf course is set up, they just simply do not have enough washrooms mm-hmm. to be drinking on the course sure. and to be able to pee in a place that you're supposed to pee. Yeah. So you pee in bushes, you pee in trees and whatever, but you always turn your back to it. And I said to you, you can always tell the level of intoxication based off of the people who are golfing because at some point in time, golf can get out of hand when, because you're in the sun all day long yeah. and what have you. When you start seeing guys pissing in the middle of the fairway, you know, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So flashback to me turning over Seeing my wife. Baby, you told me to pee there. I know. I told you where to pee. I just didn't, you know, I'll be honest with you. Some guys are into pee, uh, women <laughs> peeing on their chests. You realize that you are not that person in that moment. I realized that, <laughs> that was not me. I can tell you emphatically in the 12 plus years we've been together. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you pee. Yeah. I've seen you sit down on the toilet and pee. But I don't think I've ever seen you like full fledged pee. Okay, but like I, peeing while I was in that state is also not what I would pee like if I wasn't in well, that state. I, sure, I'm, I'm sure you'd be way more graceful in normal times. Thank you. Anyways, I turn, I turn over, and I see you holding your skirt, your skirt to the left. Mm. In a squat position mm, yeah. with your other hand holding on to this tree and piss is literally <laughs> flying everywhere. And I mean, when I say everywhere, it, it was wind driven. It was. It was so windy. I swear to God, you were in some sort of vortex <laughs> because the pee wasn't going in one direction. It was like going around you. I am on the ground, like literally on the ground crying. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'm 38. You're 35. We have two kids. You know, we do well for ourselves. And here we are in Niagara Falls on a couple's retreat. And my wife is so plastered. She is pissing all over herself. I had no choice. I did not realize that how much pee was on you until you said, oh, I got a little bit of pee on me. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. Whatever. I said, and I said to you, I'm like, just... I'm like, here's a trick because from one guy to a girl who's pissed on himself in a golf course numerous times, the trick is just stick your leg out while you're in the cart and the air will will get underneath it and and clear it up within two or three holes. Mm -hmm. There was not enough holes on that course to dry your pants. Yes, yes, my shorts. And then you and Jamie, then we get you to the clubhouse right before we're leaving. You guys go to the washroom and you guys are talking. And it is so loud. We can hear every single oh, thing that really? you guys are saying. And you guys are like talking shit. And I'm like, Sean, I'm say? like, Sean, do they honestly think we can't hear yeah, them? Yeah, like I had, I fully thought that you, I didn't even remember what the fuck <laughs> we were talking about. Jamie, Jamie says to you, I like, wonder what time it is. I'm like, it's uh, 7.36. <laughs> 
you guys are screaming. <laughs> oh my god! Thank the that. Lord, nobody else was behind us. So when we get there, I did not know that. When we get there, there's a group behind us, and the marshal looks at me and he says, "Hey, listen, the, the group after this group, there is no other groups. So there's no cutoffs here." And I said, "Okay," and he said. <laughs> I'm just looking at your party yeah. and I'm wondering if it would make more sense for them to tee off before you. Yes. abso Yes. I said, that is the best decision you can possibly make. Gentlemen, if you've taken your wives golfing that and they're not so golfers, fun. manage your expectations. Yeah. It was fun though. Okay, it was a but, fun night. But back up to that, I want to talk about two things. So before this this golf course, when we bought these tickets, it also gave you um, two things with it. You got to go to Hooters. Um, no, what was the beer? What was that place Blacks, called? Blacks, Blackstone. Blackstone, maybe. I don't know. Doesn't anyway, matter. Well, it does matter because I want them to listen to this and I want them to know that they might need to be a little bit more clear with their coupons. Oh, that's the, who cares about that? I you do. want to, you want to know who should be clear about their coupons? No, you should be clear about your coupons. Hold on, hold on. No, I want to talk about the flight of beers. No, we, no, that don't. We don't need to talk shit about them. We want to talk shit about you. I'm not talking shit about them. I want to know if that was actually a flight of beers or if we messed it up. Here's here's what it is. We got a coupon. Each one of us got a flight of beers. Four beers. It's a beer tasting. Five ounces per beer. Twenty ounces is a total. You pick four beers. You choose which one you like, and then you buy yourself a pint. That's kind of how it works. Yes. So we bring in these coupons because it came with it. We paid for it. It's not like whatever. And the girl gave us one, one two uh, ounce, one five ounce drink <laughs> each. We split like, one flight. Like, like we all picked one beer we wanted. We all picked a different beer. And I thought, okay, this is a good way of doing it. Because yeah. she ordered, she's like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And I thought, oh, it'd be great. We'll all get to taste what each one of us wanted. Sure. And then we'll order which one we want. No, that's not how that it works. That's not how it worked. I'm like, um... I'll, like have another, <laughs> I'll have another one of these, please. Anyway, you totally just wrapped up my story in like 30 seconds. Yeah, because it's not really that big of a story. Here's the story. We go to Hooters. That's and mean. on our coupon, on our coupon, it states... 10 chicken wings per person, one coupon per person. Now, for those of you who don't know, Brittany doesn't drink, doesn't eat chicken wings. And neither does Jamie. But Sean and I do. And Sean and I can eat 20 chicken wings. But Sean and I can't order 20 chicken wings because it's only one coupon per person. So when the when the server comes to take our order, I say, I'll have... 10 chicken wings, medium, and she'll have 10 chicken wings, medium. What does Brittany say? <laughs> what did you say, Britt? Nothing. You, John ordered first. I no, was like... Yeah, what did you say? <laughs> I said, I'm going to have a salad. You said, I'm not going to eat chicken wings. Are you an idiot? I don't like chicken wings. I'm like, Brittany. <laughs> no, hold on. The worst part is, is that you couldn't say anything to I me. I couldn't tell you. So you were trying to talk to me with your eyes. And I honestly was like, are you... Having a seizure, like I did not know what was going on with you. Like, I'm like, you were, like, in my head, like, I'm like, me, for the love me. of God, Brittany, <laughs> just say you're ordering medium chicken wings so that I can have 20 chicken wings. And then Sean orders hers. And so <laughs> Brittany, Sean orders Jamie's. His and Jamie's. Yeah. And you're like, you're an idiot. She's not going to eat chicken wings either. We're vegetarians. You guys are dumb. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, Brittany. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't over. And everyone at the table, yes. including the server, knew what was actually right. happening. And she looks at you, looks at me, and she says, 
so medium for her Err. and medium for you. And I feel like she did the air quotes. Yeah, and like I'm like, yes, her. please. And she was like, would you like that in one plate or two? And I'm like, you can just put it on one plate. Because <laughs> God knows I'm going to eat them. I am not going to eat chicken wings. You're an idiot. But she was cool. I liked her nails. I, I think that we had a bonding She was great. Thing. She picked up on what was happening. She realized you were the only person in the room that didn't know what was happening. <laughs> And okay. I think she felt I was bad over for you. Too, but I did help a little girl, which I feel like really comes back and gives me lots of points at Boston or at yeah, Boston Pizza? The one girl who was yeah. wandering around. So this to bring it back to like a serious note, we went to like a Dave and Buskers type arcade situation. I think it's Dave and Busters, not Buskers. Like No, I think it's Dave and Buskers. No, Dave and Buskers is like what happens oh, in the you're street. Right. It's Dave and Busters. Yeah, you're right. It yeah. did sound weird when I said Dave and Buskers. <laughs> but it wasn't so weird that it couldn't have been Come right. Come eat, play games, and see carnival people. Yes, right. So we're at Dave and Busters and um, when we got there, there was like a shit ton of people there. More kids than I have ever seen out past like 1130, 12 o'clock at late. night. We were like, what the fuck is happening? Whatever. So we, when we first got there, we got our tickets and I saw this little girl wandering around and she, I would say was two, like maybe, maybe two and a half. And I'm looking at her and she's kind of wandering and I look around and I think I see her parents because she kind of looks like the family behind, like she had a sibling um, and the two parents. I'm like, okay. So I kind of look at them. She kind of stops wandering and I'm like, okay, everything's fine. Then about a half an hour goes by and I see this little girl in a different spot. And at this time I'm like, that's the same little girl. So I kind of look around for that family that I saw there, that family's not around. And so then I kind of start following this little girl and realize that she is like fucking lost, like fully trying to look for anybody that she knows. Like nobody is like coming around her. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm, I'm kind of talking to her and I'm like, sweetheart, like, is your mommy around? Is your daddy around? And I don't think she speaks English. So she's kind of, she's also two. Yeah, I know. But like, you got to think about like, um, where's your mommy? Like they can communicate. Like she was looking at me like, bitch, I don't know what you're saying. Like what's happening. So I kind of. maybe it was just pure stranger danger. Maybe, but I'm glad it was me than anybody else. Like, you know what I mean? Like you just don't know. And so I'm like, well, this is not okay. So I kind of walk around with her and she starts to get like emotional and I'm I'm like, where's your mom? So I'm like, okay, we're going to take her to the front. So we take her to the front and (laughs) the best part is, is that the girl at the front is like literally trying to smash this other dude there and they were like in the middle of it and I completely cock blocked her with this small crying child and she was so annoyed like so annoyed but then I was annoyed of her I was like there's this like I'm missing child and she was like annoyed that I came up and messed up her little evening so we put her behind the little desk there and she kind of just waits and she's like yeah yeah and like her parents will come goes back and like fine and I'm like okay this is not okay with me like I wanted to wait there finally the dad comes walking around and I am just standing at this desk, kind of looking at anybody who looks like they're missing a child. And so this dude comes up and I don't even flag him as the dad because he has no sense of urgency. He has no concern on his face. And so I kind of look at him, he's kind of walking around and he kind of looks behind, just like casually looking around. I'm like, are you looking for a little girl, your daughter? And then the little girl sees the dad or whatever and like is reaching for him. So he's like, oh yeah, the amount of anger I had for this, for this father was like ridiculous because 
here's the thing. Little kids walk away all the time. We've been there and it's, it happens in like a split fucking second. It really is the worst moment. But the problem I have is that I left this little girl and there were 30 minutes before I saw her again. And this place is, isn't that big. It's big, but it's not that big, but all of the doors on the outside are like huge and they open. open. They're wide open. And then it goes onto the street in downtown Niagara Falls, which isn't the fucking safest place in the world. I'm like, what parent? Like I was so mad. Like they're together. Everything was fine, but I was so pissed. And then it should be noted that while you were saving this girl, Ryan comes up the biggest dorkiest smile on his face. And he has like a billion tickets in his head. I hit three jackpots. And I'm like, I'm like, like absolutely stricken with anxiety for this child whose father hasn't come out and like literally walks over like it's just coming from like fucking Chuck E. Cheese like what's going on yeah I just hit three jackbox bro like my god look at this shit honestly I'm I had like, a thousand tickets in my hand no family she was like you gotta go play this fucking game I had to wait there. It was so annoying for those tickets to, to come out. That's how big the jackpot was. Um, so that's um, funny. So I to take this on a more serious note, because that, that sucked. It was bad. Um, we had uh, a disagreement argument not too long ago, um, and we coined a new phrase for this. And it, well, what? What was our disagreement? We had a, we had a, a quarterly meeting. Remember, yes. you had an emergency quarterly meeting that you had scheduled yeah. to discuss your displeasure in, in my behavior. Right, right. Yes. So we coined this. It's a, it's called CC. Which I didn't is, know that that's what you were referring to when you when you oh, uh, yeah. created when you created this saying. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Complacent communication. I'll say it again. Complacent. <sighs> communication. Now, this is important to know because this happens to a lot of couples. In fact, it's probably more than likely just happened to you or is currently happening to you in your relationship. So complacent by definition is marked by self-satisfaction, especially when accompanied by unawareness of actual dangers or deficiencies. So it's important to know that the term that we're going to talk about, which is complacent communication, and I've, we've coined this. So I want you to say that Trade, six more times. Trademark, trademark. <laughs> it's used to actually describe what I would consider a healthy, quote unquote, healthy relationship that is on a downward trajectory mm-hmm. where one, one party member or both party members actually believe that they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. They just haven't checked in with their partner to ensure so. It's a form of communication. This form of communication is completely unintentional. Mm -hmm. It's again, the party or parties are literally blind and are often blinded by the idea of their lack of whatever, Mm -hmm. when it actually is actually brought into communication, actually actually brought into communication, typically usually in a fight or a disagreement, Mm -hmm. but there's no ill, ill intent just to be clear, this is just poor assumptions compounded over time that ends up escalating into a fight. I also feel like part of this, as you're describing it, um, as you just become complacent in your lack of communication, also becomes like when you're in the thick of it or maybe you're in a very busy season, it's it's like survival. You're kind of like, oh shit, you know what? This isn't working. Um, I'm just going to put that in the bank. We'll talk about it later. Oh, you know what? This isn't. And like those just start to snowball. And at that point, you are just surviving because you're probably in a, in a space right now where your job or your relationship or your parenting 
sleeping situation has you a little bit drowning. And so you compartmentalize these things, but then you don't actually address them. And so they're kind of just sweeped under the rug. And because nothing is really quote unquote wrong, like you don't have any big blowups or fights, it's kind of hard to pinpoint like why things aren't working. So this is why Ryan and I really do try to have these check-ins and it's good to have them quarterly, but it's even better to have these sporadic ones because sometimes a quarter might be be, too long. Yeah. Way too long. And like, it was just a matter of like a few weeks for us where I was like, I am not doing well right now. Like I really have a lot of feelings and if I don't get them out, I know I'm going to, I know we're going to have a fucking argument over something that has nothing to do with what we're actually upset about. Right. And here's the problem with complacent communication. When you assume that, because we talk about conditions of satisfaction all the time. And when you and your partner have agreements as to you do X, I do Y, and you are doing X, you think, hey, I'm doing what I said I was going to do. And so what happens when this complacent communication occurs and the party on the other side all of a sudden starts to project this displeasure in, in the performance that the other person is doing, you, I, and I'll be very clear, this was me, mm-hmm. I was taken back because I'm like, wait a second, check, 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 check. All the boxes are being checked. I'm doing everything I said I was going to do, neither more nor less, but I'm doing everything I said I was going to do. How is it that you're this upset? And then what ends up happening is when you are the complacent communicator, you go right into defensive mode Mm -hmm. because it's like, no, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I'm doing X, Y, Z. I don't have more time to do this, this, and this. And it really becomes a who has it worse conversation Mm -hmm. because again, with complacency, the biggest problem with complacency is you're completely unaware of it. In fact, you think you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. And that's what was my issue is I thought, hey, listen, I'm doing what I said I was going to do. I'm winning this game of marriage here and you weren't happy. And for me, it was like, the fuck, you're not happy. I'm not willing to do any more than what I'm doing. And that's where it came. It became a fight, Mm -hmm. a very big blow up fight with tears. No, no and like, screaming or anything let, along let those lines. Let me be clear too. Like, I think I, like you're saying that you were the one like that was complacent with communication. I actually think that I would have put the onus on me. Like good, my communication with you, <laughs> me, I was in the complacent communication role as in I wasn't communicating with you effectively what I actually needed from you. I would be like, we would do things or, or we would have small conversations here and there. And it wouldn't be like a, this is something that I like dead serious. I need you to do this. It was like, can you do this? He'd forget. Can I, can I get help here? He got busy. Like, do you know what I mean? Where, and then I just was like, I, I just let it go. And so those started to build up and my communication with you became complacent because I just kept doing the things that I would like ask you to do because you weren't doing them or couldn't make time for them or whatever it was. And then I was building up this like resentment because I was like, I've asked him to do these things. And then I just became complacent with those, that the fact that you weren't going to do them. Like, I just needed that to be clear. Like I was the one that was also in complacent communication in a different space as in you were receiving communication complacently. And I was giving complacent. I don't, I think I could say complacent seven more times. Seven more times. I think that complacent also kind of eight. 
I feel like it also sits on a level with contentment. We always talk about like, Hey, how, like, how are you? Oh, I'm content. And people use content as a positive thing, but you and I have always seen content as not positive. It's not negative. It's just not creative. I think that content is like, you're not, you well, you're either here nor there, right? Like I, I want, and sometimes you are just content with things, but if you're content in your marriage more than you weren't, I don't know if that's necessarily a great thing. Like you want to, you want to be happy or maybe you're in a, in a rough spot, but being content, I think that's never something that you and I have ever said it is a good thing for us, like for our specific relationship. But no, it, it was a good conversation that, that needed to happen because we were struggling. Yeah. And I think if you're, if you're wondering if this is what's happening in your relationship, the easiest way to, to call or to figure this out is we always talk about like passing ships. Mm-hmm. If you've been passing ships for more than a week, cause you know, there are certainly some weeks that you just have to survive them. And that's not a long time. No. Like at all. No, it's not. But if you've been, if you've been like passing ships for weeks on end or months on end, and I would even say not just, not just passing ships, but if you feel like you're a little isolated or in silos doing your job and they're doing their job, both of you guys are doing your jobs as parents, as partners, as friends take and all note, of that. Take note in your conversations. Are they transactional? They might be lovely, but are they strictly transactional? That's a big red flag too. This is when I would say you're, you have reached complacent communication and, and there's nothing wrong with it. And that's the big thing to, to as realize. Long as it's addressed. Yeah. It's the big thing to realize is that like no party in complacent communication is even aware of it, let alone like doing it in, on purpose. So if your partner is annoying the shit out of you because of this, recognize that they're probably completely unaware of it. Mm-hmm. And when you bring it up to them, I'm going to suggest you bring <laughs> it up to them in a calm way that is not aggressive and it's not confrontational because they are literally going to be blindsided by this conversation. And when you're blindsided by a conversation, it's fight or flight. Mm -hmm. So maybe bring it up and and at the beginning, don't make it accusatory and and take some ownership in it because there are two people that have to be involved in complacent communication and you are one of them. So for you to take ownership first and say, listen, like I need to take some responsibility here. I could have been better in these X, Y, and Z. Um, had I done that, maybe we wouldn't have got here. So I do take responsibility. I do take ownership for that, but I need you to know that I feel like unheard or I feel like our community, like, and then go into it, right? Like always start with some responsibility and accountability. And I think the other thing is, is like, if you really look at it, what's missing is you're just you want your partner to be there. Yeah. Like you want to have a partnership. It's like, I miss you. Yeah. That's how you should start core. this. At, at the, the core. core is I miss you. That was me yesterday. I, I miss you. And we left two hours later and I didn't get to hang out with you. And I let you sleep. And I was annoyed. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh my God, you're not getting this. <laughs> I know. At all. So complacent. You're so annoying. That's it. Let's go. All right. We hope you have a lovely night. Have yourself a great day. Yeah. I'm assuming you're listening yeah, to this It was a long morning. one for Ryan. Yeah, so today I'm was sure. a long day. Jesus Christ. Peace out. Hey, town. Hey, everyone. 
I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists. Owners of The Therapy Group. And hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 